What's up, everyone? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G, tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. Check us out every Monday and Thursday. On Thursdays, we discuss pre-established empires of entrepreneurship, athletes, entertainers, pop culture. On Mondays, we have shows where we kind of get into uh, entrepreneurship, building our empire, and we have guests where we interview them. Frank G., Who's today's show on? Today's show is on a very special talent. I waited. I waited (laughs) to do this one. (laughs) The youngest player to ever be drafted by the NBA number one pick at 18, LeBron James. LeBron James. Frank, I hope that if somebody outside of me asks you, who do you know who is the biggest fan of LeBron James? You sit there and you say, Chris Marshall. I certainly know my boy appreciates and looks up to LeBron James. I appreciate that. LeBron James is one of my top five most influential people that I personally look up to. I think he is the greatest of all time, not due to his basketball play, but also with his performance outside the lines, outside the court, his philanthropy, his activism, his fatherhood, his role model, the fact that he hasn't gotten in trouble at all since being in the limelight as being the youngest, uh, you know, drafted first pick. Yeah, it's actually pretty wild to uh, see how, I don't know if successful is, I mean, he's obviously successful, but how well put together he has made his entire life. Yeah, he is such an activist for causes, you know, the people that can't speak, so he speaks for other people. I mean, he, he seems to have a wonderful family. Wonderful. Uh, high school sweethearts with his wife. I think they have three kids, um, and they are all connected. And, and I just hope we don't have a future Will Smith on our hands. Yeah, certainly don't want to be dealing with no entanglements. Uh, I don't know. You never know, though. I mean, they don't, you don't speak about negative things on the air. You never know someone's relationship. Like LeBron James, who knows what he goes through. Um. I would imagine that in order to be that great, you have to be so focused on your craft and passionate that you're not going around, you know, cheating on your wife. He has zero time to most likely. Yeah. Well, right now he's locked up in a bubble where there's not even women allowed. And what's more interesting about discussing LeBron James today is the NBA was on strike yesterday. Today, they're back to playing, and they resumed the season. And LeBron James is actually upsetting me right now because at first, he didn't want to play. Yeah, now he he wants to. Yeah, and I understand it's very conflicting for him right now because I bet you that one of his top priorities is to preach the activism right? Absolutely. Have a voice. So he wants to go down as that, at least what I think. But at the same time, the man is a gamer. You know, he's trying to ball and he's trying to win. Yeah, he's competitive as hell. Yeah. So it just makes me wonder, you know, you're expected to do this and have this voice because your people and community kind of expect it from you. Mm -hmm. But deep down inside, do you really want to play? Where I feel like he's like, all right, guys, we're not playing. Oh, we may play? All right, let's play. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems to be all uncertain for him to speak such strong words. I mean, he was tweeting about, you know, the strike. Um, but obviously, due to, you know, the injustices that are going on right now, he he feels super strong about it. And the, what's the, what's one of the only sports you could watch right now? Basketball. I mean, so he that's crazy that they got together and boycotted the playoffs. I mean, every sport's pretty much on right now except football. But what I find interesting, and, and let's try and stay on LeBron James where we're not getting political, but what's interesting is how the NBA uh, truly has such leverage over the pop culture. I mean, COVID essentially started when the NBA stopped, right? Where quarantine began. Yeah, well, because it was the it was like the first sport that announced all the cases. Correct, and it seems like they're the sport that every other sport is following. And LeBron James again is at the helm of that. I mean, thirty six years old. It's a remarkable career. If you look up the guy's net worth, he's currently sitting at six hundred billion or six hundred million. million. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. He doesn't have the brand that Jordan has where he is going to be able to scale that brand and logo and, you know, do what Jordan did and replicate that for shoes. But the man is killing it in every other area. I mean, Nike still paid him. I'm pretty sure he still made like $39 million on my, Nike in 2019. I think, well, I think he made, I think he signed I, yeah, I'm not Nike, sure. Nike paid him $32 million in 2019. That's what it is. Yeah, but he signed an undisclosed contract, I believe, where people were thinking it was some outrageous number. I don't know if it was $100 million or even a billion, but it was, it was something along those lines. Well, I mean, he, like Jordan, though, he is the face of the NBA now. Or at least everyone, even if you don't watch basketball, you know who LeBron James is. Everybody should know who LeBron James is. But what's fascinating is that the man is 36 years old, still in his playing career, and is worth a little more than a fourth of Michael Jordan, who Michael Jordan is worth $2 billion, is almost 50 years old, and really just does nothing but collect checks. Michael Jordan just collects checks, smokes cigars, and lives the lavish lifestyle. LeBron James is still in that point where he's, I guess – He's proven something to himself or at least just trying to make – he's trying to leave his legacy. He's trying to build his empire. I mean, it's clearly built. I mean, what is fascinating is the things he has attempted to do off the court. I mean, you know, working in productions, creating a production company. Um, Which he's – I mean, his media uh, conglomerate is it's, – it's growing. I mean, it's getting big. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like whatever he does uh, is like gold. I mean, he has the personality. He, it's, some people are like this great on and off the court, whether whatever sport it is, but some people aren't like the, a microphone guy. Some people don't like to be in front of people. This guy embraces it. He speaks very well. Well, I guess, I guess that is one of the few cases where you have cameras in your face at such a young age mm-hmm. and you actually use that positively and that never affected him yeah because yeah, yeah. you see people who all of a sudden are in this limelight getting paid millions and you know they, they freak out yeah they freak out whatever something happens or they just don't handle it the right way yeah i could totally see that i mean there's a I, well lebron james doesn't believe in pressure but i bet many people do 
You know, it's interesting. And clearly you just watched that on my story that I posted earlier. Once I heard him state that, it honestly changed my perspective of pressure moving forward. And it makes sense. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all preparation to get, I mean, yeah, pr- uh, pressure, I guess, I mean, I guess every word is made up, but <clears throat> what it, what is pressure? I mean, if you really do work on your, you know, what you are doing over and over and over again, you should feel the same way when you're actually doing it, like when the clock's on. Correct. And we did have an episode, Pressure versus Clutch, right? I think yes. in his case, everything he does now is almost clutch, where how could you feel the pressure anymore when every day you give everything your all and the end result, him being three and six in the NBA finals, there's so many variables to contradict that particular stat. And if you, I'm sure that ate him early in his career, but now what can you do? You can't do nothing except keep going, trying to get another one. Not to mention he's been to nine finals and he brought teams there that you wouldn't expect. Dude, he had like nine, nine straight years of going to the finals. Yeah, I mean, that's Great. insane. That's insane. I mean, when he finally got Cleveland the title, that was, like, that was awesome. So what's, what's very unique is I hate politics because it's so subjective. Yeah, Just man. like I hate goat talk. Or, like, name your top five favorite best rappers, right? It's all subjective. So, I say LeBron James the greatest of all time. But it's subjective. What storyline do you like more? Well, so I I guess it depends on really if you question it right. Because, like, stats can help you pick the GOAT. Obviously, if you're talking off the court. I mean, personally, LeBron James has done more for the community and people, I think, than Michael Jordan. I mean, I don't know too much if, I mean, I don't know. Michael Jordan liked to party a little bit. LeBron James just seems like he's straight edge, just killing the game. I don't know. I'm sure LeBron James parties. But I remember hearing an interview with Kobe Bryant how someone asked him to go to dinner. And he said, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um, And they asked him for a drink. Mm. Does he want a drink at, at the table? And he politely denied. And the reasoning was, is right after dinner, he was going to go to the gym and work out roughly 10 o'clock at night because he didn't get his workout in that, that day. So if Kobe Bryant had a mind where he's not going to consume toxins until you know he, he works out or gets his job done, I'm assuming LeBron's the same way. Well, yeah, I guess you understand that your body is what's – making you win or cause or really it's what what you're great with so yeah you you drink alcohol during training camp you're gonna lose i would assume i mean that happened to conor mcgregor he said he drank and partied his entire training camp and he ended up losing the belt well i mean you could very look you could look no further than lebron's teammate jr smith i mean oh, the guy yeah. must have been drunk during the NBA finals <laughs> when he runs away with the ball oh man when you see lebron james's face after that happened. And then people wonder why he's three and nine, three and six. It's, it's said it's, yeah, he's three, yeah, three, three of the nine games. LeBron, um, J.R. Smith. There's no way that, that, there's no way that their relationship stayed the exact same after that moment. Well, 
they just signed uh, Jr. to the Lakers. That does not get approved unless LeBron commits. Well, there was definitely a period in you know me watching the NBA where I was like, for some reason, Jr. Smith can ball, but he's he just, nasty. But yeah, I mean, sometimes it seems like bad luck or something's over his shoulder. Maybe he's just not paying attention. He's yeah, because he drinks a lot. <laughs> is that the, is that the thing? He does drink a lot. I'm sure he does. I mean, the thing is, Jr. <laughs> And his henny. Man likes henny. Oof. Yeah, I'm not a henny guy. It ain't too bad. Give me the Ciroc. Oh, give me the Ciroc, baby. Give me the <laughs> Ciroc. But, uh, man, I don't know. The career of LeBron James is is really remarkable. Um, it, if and when he does retire, mm-hmm. I'm going to feel some type of way. I don't know how I'm going to feel. Well, yeah. So if he was drafted at eighteen, I mean, you watched that. He was your entire NBA career of watching. He, he. Well, he's been he's been in the league now eighteen years, which 18, is I was ten. Yeah. So your your entire like memory of the NBA is probably LeBron James. You barely saw like Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, you're right. When you're right, you're right. You got me. Um, I mean, oh, they'll they'll miss. Yeah, I mean, the they'll certainly miss an icon. But I can't imagine him kind of pulling a. I'm out of the NBA now. I'm going to be kind of in the shadows. I feel like he's still going to be doing something related. I mean, I mean, he has his business ventures, obviously. So maybe not. Well, the, I guess I guess we'll see. Um, I mean, I think he's waiting for his son to get in. Um, yeah. I, I just think it's crazy that he was drafted by his hometown and then he left them to come back and then still won for them. I don't know. I think it's crazy how attached fans get to either players or their decisions because he got so much shit for leaving. Well, that was the the dimple on his career was that he – did the decision now what's interesting is he raised money to donate to a charity in that time you're saying for during the decision so his blemish on his worst move in his career still had a positive light to it yeah where you can't even fault him now was that was that something you think was planned did he have in his head that he you know, he needs something in his back pocket to give back to the people since he somehow feels like maybe he's taking away from his fans. Well, no, I mean, that's one of the reasons why he gets such flack for doing that is because he ultimately knew he was leaving his home fans, did not tell anybody and then went on national television and completely left them. And then everybody is burning his Jersey, you know, yeah, which is funny because when he left the second time, everybody's like, all right, cool, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there was like a new light to it all. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. I mean, it just it's interesting how in a, your career you could be the nice, the good guy and the villain. Oh, yeah. I mean, the smallest things, though, can upset fans. I mean, so he's a big – he's a Yankee fan. So he's in Cleveland, a Yankee fan. 
And, you know, when he goes to a Yankee game versus the Indians, he's, he's, he's rocking a Yankee hat. Cleveland gave him so much shit for that. I mean, they care about everything. It's like you got to please everybody when you're famous or in the limelight. But it's impossible. At least he knows that. And I'm not a Laker fan because I'm an Orlando Magic fan. I was uh, losing my virginity, essentially, in 2009 <laughs> while watching Kobe Bryant light us up to win the NBA Finals. And from that day on, I was not particularly a fan of the Lakers. And I always liked LeBron over Kobe until Kobe retired. Then his mindset was fascinating. But Facts. Yeah, but I think just between how life works and how 2020 is and the tragedy that happened to Kobe, Mm -hmm. it just makes sense that LeBron James wins with the Lakers this year. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I I truly hope so. That's that's it would be that would be like wholesome to watch. Yeah, I mean, not to mention he I mean, he loved Kobe. So that is, you know, he's that's going to feel special to him because clearly that's going to be intertwined, you know, a win for Kobe kind of. But obviously the man is trying to build his empire. So and competitive. He's trying to win, win, win as long as he is. I don't know how many years he's going to be in the league after this with with all this shit going on, too. Well, I mean, w- what's amazing is how his body is holding up. He he doesn't really get injured, although he was injured last year with a groin, I believe. Um, mm. But it's nothing career-ending or, or like a huge issue. Um, kind of like the Tom Brady of uh, the NBA. Oh, yeah. In fact, that's, I mean, that's, that's a great analogy. I don't know if you can go any closer than that. Yeah. 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 Um, I think LeBron James, not only is he great and has been great, but he's also proven longevity. So that also debates, you know, you said earlier with Michael Jordan and the stats. Mm. Well, really, LeBron is going to crush everyone with stats at the end of it. Yeah, but he yeah. played significantly longer. So does does that change the view? In that sense, the I mean, in my opinion, the only way you can kind of compare them is to do it in the length of the years that Jordan played. And you can't – I mean, yeah, if he played 10 more years than Jordan, you can't – it's hard to compare, right? How are you going to compare someone who can gain another three titles and then also – but. But Jordan, Jordan left multiple times. Like, he literally threw seasons out the window. I, why should LeBron be criticized for that? In fact, he should be applauded. Well, yeah. Well, he's essentially – whatever he says, he's doing it for a purpose. I mean, Michael Jordan left and played some baseball for a little while, but – I'm pretty sure LeBron's last season will be when he plays either with or against his son. Well, I'll tell you, to be 18 and join the league and then to finally have you, what was this, his son would be close to that age, that, what a life. What a wonderful, it's wonderful It's amazing. He has potentially one of the best storylines in life I've ever seen unfold. I mean, Derek Jeter was pretty fucking close. Yeah, well, Derek Jeter was just the stud of studs. Everybody fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. 
He, he, yeah. he's up there. <laughs> Leo is up there. But Leo at the same time, out of the three, I'm naming two still bachelors. I don't know. I think Derek Jeter may have just recently got married, but you're talking about 45 getting married. Yeah, well, that just that makes us a little happier, I guess, knowing everything will be all right. <laughs> everything will be all right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I'm tone deaf. No melody. Yeah, well, you better the beacon. <laughs> oh man. Appreciate it. Um yeah, does, that is that is good to know. Does uh does Michael Jordan have any Olympic gold medals? Because LeBron James has two. Oh man, what a silly ass question from Frank G. <laughs> Ever well, heard of the dream? How many team? does he have? Uh, he's just had he just has one. He only was in the ninety two Olympics. Um I don't think he was in the eighty eight because Isaiah yeah, I'm pretty sure it was ninety two. Um LeBron James, that's that's also very unique that you say that because the 1992 team was called the Dream Team. The 2008 yeah, yeah. team was called the Redeem Team. Which is when LeBron James won. Yes, but even the Redeem Team, I think, personally, is better than the Dream Team. Is it because you like LeBron James more or – no, no. I mean, you had Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, yeah. Wayne Wade. I mean, those those three alone. And, and the, the dream team, if you name the best players, I mean, well, there's a lot. I don't know who. That, that's the thing. You can't – I can't name them like how I well, named also, those three. Also, it's out of different your time. Eras. Yeah. yeah. Different eras. Well <clears> – <throat> You were one years old. I was one years old, yeah. And I had to think about that. but uh (laughs) well that era is what peaked basketball and what Mm -hmm. got the nba to begin the path to to reach global heights um from a business standpoint which we could do an empire on the nba itself but from a business standpoint that era is what's giving all the leverage to the players now to utilize their platform and voice, which is, uh, it's amazing to see. Well, and, and times are completely different from then. I mean, there was, there was what other platforms did, would Jordan have had at that in 92 or even well, earlier? That's why his fame is purely skill. It, well, I wouldn't say skill, but the fact that everybody on the planet knew who you are without social media or constant media coverage like we currently have now, I'd say him and Michael Jackson are probably the top two prior to social media. Not Stan Lee. I don't think it was Stan Lee. <laughs> although, although I did put out the poll and like 90% of people knew who Stan Lee was. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. He's a popular guy. But then again, he was still alive during the, or still, you know, big during the era of social media. I mean, I think Superman is more popular than Stanley. I mean, well, one's real and one's not. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, there's people in probably every country that know of Superman because he's a, a hero. Well, Stan Lee created Superman, so he is partially a hero. Stan Lee is certainly a hero. but uh, uh, He created a bunch of heroes. 
you know, I guess LeBron James kind of a hero. I mean, he's he's definitely he, he's definitely <laughs> he's definitely a superhero. <laughs> I mean, he certainly stands up for people who don't have a voice, which is wonderful. Um, I mean, it is- I don't like what transpired today, though, and it, it's making me conflicted on how I feel about this year's playoffs and particularly LeBron James stands. Which so what exactly is bothering you? I feel like him being an activist is extremely important to him. But yes. at, the, at the same time, I feel like him playing and winning is almost just as, if not the same importance to him as a competitor. So if he feels he needs to have this particular voice because he has a huge set of eyes on him, I mean, you can't be so passive and wishy-washy. You can't say 12 hours ago, I'm done with this, and then 12 hours later be a huge voice as to why the NBA is going to resume. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But obviously he said something emotional and then or emotionally triggering. And then I'm assuming the people who, you know, his team or the people who overlook him is like, dude, you, it, it's not a good decision. Well, I believe they used the strike to go to the NBA with tangible action items in which the owners and the league has to back them behind. This way they could begin the process of just doing something that, that that's concrete. So I guess he did his job. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly trying to change the way things are. So he's doing it the way he sees he can, which when you're the face of the NBA and I guess going on strike could certainly get a message across. Before we end this show, Frankie facts, do you have any facts you want to spit out real quick? LeBron James invested in blaze pizza. Oh yeah. That was a huge (laughs) investment talking about 40 X his, his, his price point. It's 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 pretty wild. I mean, doesn't? Oh no, Shaq has a burger place, right? I was like, doesn't? It seems like it. It seems like anyone who is creating something or just amazing at what they do, they always have other Shaq, things. Shaq's involved with Papa John's. Papa John's. That's what. Okay, I, I thought it was both pizza. Um, but I tell you what, though, the one Blaze Pizza, at least near where we live, shut yeah. down because that shit was ass. Never had a chance to have it. Um, Good for you. Sorry that uh, LeBron James, you lost the store or a piece of investment in one of your stores. I think he's good. He's certainly um, good. Certainly good. $600 million net worth. His free throw shooting could uh, improve. Um, isn't he uh, a lefty and shoots with like his opposite hand mainly? Isn't that a thing? I mean, it's not known, at least where I know it. But somebody that's skilled, if they're not amb- naturally ambidextrous, they certainly They learn. probably learned, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see how LeBron James plays out. Uh, before I end this, could you name me my other four biggest four. influencers outside of LeBron James? There's, there's four more. Well, obviously, we're not talking NBA now. Nah, we're talking so, about- 
So Rob Diedek. <laughs> yeah, you <yeah. laughs> knew that one. That's number one. Ooh, we, yeah, we did an episode on Rob Diedek. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan was one of them. Yep. Uh, another one. I w- see Gary V pops in my head, but that's not apparently a top five. Yeah, he is. He is. Okay, Gary V. Well, he- that's four. You're missing one more. One more. I definitely should get this too, which is going to get me a little sad if I don't. Oh, yeah. You're going to be real, real sad. Well, it's just because like on the spot in the moment and I'm trying to think of all four but or all five. I think you got this. I think you got this. I appreciate that, man. Um, I'm trying to go back, you know, in the brain and the final one, <laughs> aside from LeBron James is oh i'm so mad i bet i bet i I can give you a clue i'll take a clue it's not gonna feel as good but i'll take a clue right now you kind of look like him i kind of look like him (laughs) yeah Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) what is that leonardo dicaprio (laughs) are you out of your (laughs) mind i just wanted to say i looked handsome I mean, Jesus. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I would say Rob Dierdek, but that's not... <laughs> you just named him. I know, Wait, but that's... You the... don't even look like Rob Dierdek. I feel like I got similar features. So... What? He don't wear glasses. Yeah, you're right. He has no facial hair. He wears a hat. Forwards. He does wear a forwards hat. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't look like Rob Dierdek whatsoever. No. But this guy, you kind of look like, at least in this one particular feature. Uh, you're just going to have to tell me now. Because now I'm just like thinking of who the hell I look like. Our boy Drake. With that being uh, said, the empire of LeBron James is completed. I'm out. Drake, I'll catch you later. King James, baby. Certainly someone to look up to. Peace.